You've got uh, UCAP Daily 361 Golf. Golf. And, uh, is what is it? Golf or Foxtrot? No, Foxtrot was yesterday. We did Foxtrot yesterday. I'm almost certain. Okay. All right. Uh, and this is golf, and it's Saturday morning here at AirVenture 2014. It is. It is. Uh, that's Jeff Burnside. I'm Jack Hodgson. We're here with Dogbag and Fod. Good morning. Steve and Nick Tupper. How are you doing, guys? Very well, thank you. And uh, welcome to uh, Control Airspace. And uh, Always a pleasure, a privilege, and a barometer of, of uh, my worth okay. that, that you guys asked me to do this. I, I, get, I, I get to uh, to stand in for James Winbrandt. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> sure. No one can fill those shoes, right? And, exactly. Uh, so uh, we're going to kind of review the day yesterday. Uh, it was uh, another great day here at AirVenture 2014. You, you guys just arrived. You kind of arrived late this year. And uh, um, so how, how, did you get a chance to see anything yesterday that was interesting? Yeah, you bet. We, I mean, you know, Thunderbirds, um, Arrival, you know, and Low Show. Uh, or low show, flat show. Um, I mean, today was, was it really? I don't know rehearsal. that for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's rehearsal. Normally, they, they they fly in, they do a rehearsal on Friday, and then the show is Saturday, Sunday. And you can't, you know, it's it's unlike many other air shows. The, this one is already fairly well populated. Um, so they just move the the line back. It was interesting to see how they move the line back. They're handing out little handbills mm-hmm. to yeah, explain to people. How, did that seemed to work okay. Yeah. Worked fine. I mean, if there were arguments with you know, they, and they had the volunteers on scooters, you know, explaining stuff to people. Uh, I had to go pick up. Um, we, we got our helicopter tickets. We did the the annual helicopter ride, and they were handing out the little handbills. So I mean, explaining to people, and you know, they're pilots. They understand a standoff. Um, and yeah. so you know, I'm that, sure the pilots well. understand it. I wonder about the the civilians that come in to see the show, and uh, you know, in the past they've been able to come and set up their lawn chairs way out at the normal edge of the flight line, and but EA's done a really good job of, of having a lot of signage out there and a lot of, of uh, markings to show people where things are. And so hopefully people didn't set up their lawn chairs all the way out on the very edge and, and uh, well, didn't there, have to move. There are shows that are utterly different. I mean. I, I won't say that a, uh, a, a jet team appearance has ever ruined an air show, but it sure changes its character mm-hmm. um, in terms of what you're able to do, where you're able to have people, and what the nature of those who are, are coming to the show. Um, I mean, you'll get utter non-aviators showing up to, to see the Thunderbirds, and that, that's okay. That's what we want. Um, I think Oshkosh is a show that that character, I mean, we might get some additional folks, but EAA and Oshkosh is all about bringing people in anyway. So if we get more locals that aren't necessarily pilots interested in the yeah. Thunderbirds, that's great. Yeah. You actually you actually designed and applied for a uh, what a, a show box of some sort recently. Where was that? Uh, that was over the Detroit River, um, a, the weirdest box in the U.S., uh, 7,000 feet long and about 600 feet wide because we couldn't get the Canadian side. Right. You had to go halfway across the river and stop, right? Right, and, right, right. And, and we, you know, you make a phone call to the uh, Windsor Control Zone before and after to see if anybody stuck a wing into Canada. But we're going to try to go for both sides. It's it's really just an altitude box that allowed us to get down to 500 feet over the river uh, with the Renaissance Center right there. The, the idiosyncrasies of that particular location aside, what's that procedure like dealing with, is it FAA you have to deal with? Yeah, it comes through, you go through your local FISDO. There's usually uh, a guy or gal or guys and gals who handle the, uh, the, the waivers. And I had a spectacular... Uh, experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like to think that the application was over and above anything else they've seen. <laughs> I saw some bits and pieces of it. It seems like it must have been. You well, had a lot of detail and renderings and 3D. Well, you've, you've got a 40-story hotel, so you get in the elevator and go up, and you've got the 500 AGL pictures of what the show line is supposed to look like. Uh, okay. and, and we just had to explain that there won't be ice in the river um, at, at the time. The Well, and then again, in Michigan... We had, 40, we had 42 degrees in Holland a couple of, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. 
Some other things that happened yesterday. Uh, yesterday evening, uh, we all week long, we've had the Valdez uh, Alaska uh, short takeoff and landing uh, pilots and airplanes here and doing demonstrations out on the main runway. Last night, they all went down to the ultralight field and were playing on the grass strip down there. And uh, I wanted to go check it out and... Uh, um, apparently, I wasn't alone. All right, it was the biggest crowd I think I've ever seen at the ultralight field here at AirVenture. All right, it was just, it was shoulder to shoulder up at the line. I mean, it was, it must have been ten deep at the fence. All right, all the whole length of that. If you're familiar with that that runway area, there were just a lot of people there. I put some pictures on the internet, and uh, um, that that was pretty astounding to me. And it was fun. You, you know, I sort of got up close a little bit. I, I. Uh, had a scooter with my backpack and, and some supplies. Steve, yes. Steve knows what I'm talking supplies. about. Uh, on, on the scooter. So I couldn't park the scooter and walk away from it. So I kind of <laughs> edged the scooter as close as I could and was watching these airplanes. Man, they, they land, uh, you know, slow and, and short and tiny little rollouts. And, you know, cause they, they come down real slow and then they'll touch the ground. And the moment they're on the ground, they hit the brakes. And this thing, you know, and sometimes the, the tail starts to come up. You know, the nose starts to go down. You go, oh, don't care. Well, the YouTube careful. videos, I mean, there's, you know, a prop strip. Yeah, a, there's at least one in each of the YouTube. Yeah, collections. right. It's like the crowd. You can hear the crowd going, "Oh no, 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 no!" <laughs> <laughs> and it goes over on its nose. So, anyways, uh, Nick Fod, did you see? So the, you've been coming to Oshkosh for quite a while now. You, uh, we met you a uh, long yes. time ago when you were. Much yes, younger. I've been coming for a very long time. I've been coming every year since I was five, with the exception of last year. But that was gathering of warbirds and legends in Topeka, Kansas. So yeah. that that was fun as well. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm 12 now, so I've been coming for quite a long time. Quite a while. Uh, you've only been here a couple of days, but what have you seen so far here that you like this year? Um, I've, I've loved the Thunderbirds. Um, I actually uh, recorded them, and I'm going to set that as my alarm every morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, uh, and... Uh, you guys, were you, were you there as well? You guys attended and, and helped out with Don Weaver's uh, acro session the other day. How'd that go? Went real well. Don is, you know, you, you know you've flown with him, Jack. I mean, you, you've heard him instruct. Uh, his knowledge is, is even an order of magnitude deeper than what you ordinarily see and what you're, um, yeah. as you get better and as you, you know, figure out, okay, look, I... I need to flatten out a spin. It's no longer just survival. I need to flatten it out, make it look good for the judges, come out on heading. Don's got all the the, uh, the information for that. So we two weeks ago we toughed up the pits. And uh, yeah, tell us about this. What'd you do? You... Yeah, we 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 put uh, we put uh, tufts all over the pits, which for those who don't know are you know six inch long things of yarn, and they show you the laminar airflow or when the airflow ceases to become laminar. Um, did a five camera shoot, um, you know, left and right top wing, left and right bottom wing, yep. and then a camera looking at Don's um, um, hands uh, with the, the, it was a Rich Stoll, uh, does the spin videos, with uh, the gaffer tape across his the tops of his legs to show mm-hmm. the center position. But it really worked out well. And so we, did you use that video in the session yesterday in the forum? Yes, or? and it, Don put it together in, you know, a five, you know, um, you know upper left, Upper oh, right oh, and so on with, with, at the same time, with the yeah. with the, the the hands in the middle and we we did a thing for Acro Camp with uh, people voicing the toughs that we're going to speed I up. I want to hear that. See how that works out. I can't quite picture that, but uh, so uh, just what was the actual subject of Don's talk? It was. It, it's a shorter version of a longer thing he's done called the air, the. Um, um, it's like the aerodynamics, aerodynamics of Acro or something. Exactly. Like that, right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm sorry I couldn't make that. Uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to see that sometime in the future. But that's kind of cool. Jeb, what was a, as usual, you were trapped indoors yesterday, but I'm going to, I have to do this. This is the obligatory thing, all right? Big truck going by here uh, as they get ready for the day here at, at the AirVenture 2014. Let's let the truck go by here. Say. Let, let me simply say that I'm, I'm very impressed that a 12-year-old has to use an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
Jeb, you had your annual meeting with your BFF yesterday, and uh, yes, I did. Yes, uh, I did. Senator Inhofe was here, and uh-huh. you, you went over to his airplane, I guess, right, and uh, right. and met up with him. And, yeah, and, and, and had your 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 ongoing kind of you know yin yang, <laughs> sweet and sour. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, uh, overemphasize it, but. Uh, um, did the senator have anything interesting to say this year? He, he did. Uh, he's here this year. Uh, this is his 35th consecutive year at AirVenture. That's very impressive. So you have to, A, you have to respect that. He and uh, his family and uh, uh, assorted friends and, and uh, uh, relatives and whatnot, they have a very unique um, uh, camping area. It's about as close to 927 as you can get. Um, it's in the Warbirds area. And it's kind of off in the corner where there's no other uh, camping sites. I don't know how he does it, but uh, he does it. Uh, I guess it's, it's one of those he's things. He's a high-ranking that, senator. It, it's, it's one of those things where I guess <laughs> that, you know rank has its privileges. Yeah, yeah. But uh, had, a, had a very enjoyable conversation. He's here this year talking about uh, what, if anything, we should be doing uh, for the next uh, uh, pilot's bill of rights. Uh, he calls it uh, pilot's bill of rights two. And there's some uh, uh, some fixes that the first Bill of Rights he uh, he was responsible for uh, back in 2012 uh, didn't quite accomplish. Uh, there's some things that have come to light since then that uh, uh, might be incorporated in such a bill. Uh, so we had a nice little chat about some of that, and uh, it, was, it was great to see him again. And uh, whatever um, we might think about... Um, the political animals that uh, inhabit our universe and whatever we might think about uh, um, larger picture things, AirVenture is one of those places where all those things are set aside. They, they do get set aside this week, that's for sure. Um, I met a really interesting guy last uh, yesterday. Uh, it, was, uh, uh, it was a uh, story lead that kind of got thrown over the transom here, in a, in a manner of speaking. Um, I discovered it on Twitter, I believe it was, and uh, I want to say a young person, but uh, a guy was touting the fact that his 80, 75-year-old dad was here for the first time ever, um, a long-time pilot, and that he might be an interesting interview. All right, And so I tracked him down. Well, it turns out that this guy, by the name of Les Schneider, all right, Les Schneider was the aircraft commander on the aircraft that rescued astronauts Armstrong and Scott back when their Gemini air, uh, spacecraft came down in the wrong part of the world. And so he was flying the 130 that the, uh, I don't know if it's a C-130, but it's a type of 130 mm-hmm. that, uh, that was, uh, they had to fly out into the middle, I guess it was the South China Sea, he told them his whole story. So it's fascinating. I may put the action, I asked him for permission, and I think I'm going to put the whole audio of this entire interview uh, on the aroundthefield.net site. But uh, he, uh, they, his, he and his crew flew out to the middle of nowhere, South China Sea. Um, he says that he said that when they when they left their base, he said to his navigator, "Which what what heading should I fly?" And the navigator said, "Just go that way. <laughs> it's out there someplace, out there somewhere." All right. And so they flew out into the middle of the ocean and uh, and waited, and they found and the the uh, the uh, spacecraft came down on its parachute right sort of in front of them. And they circled it um, apparently while it was coming down to, to the surface, a, and uh, the, a very early circle the jumper. Yeah, that's the image I had in my mind at the beginning of every air show I've ever seen where they do that. So they circled around and uh, and then made multiple passes to drop swimmers and uh, flotation devices and managed to secure the spacecraft and the uh, and the astronauts on board. Um, and uh, and he tells the story much more elaborately and, and in detail, but it's it's pretty fascinating. It was quite a thrill to meet this person who who played this big role and. He he 
had a, a whole career uh, as a, a rescue pilot for the Air Force and then uh, for one of the airlines. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's and very cool. uh, yeah, now he works for uh, for flight safety as a as an instructor. So, uh, but, but um, first Oshkosh. That's spectacular. But yeah, at 75 years old, and this is his first Oshkosh, and uh, um, you know he was just kind of like like all like every first timer you've ever met uh, who knows anything about airplanes. You know, you could see the white around his eyes. And he was just like, you know, <laughs> wow, look at everything here. So uh, that was a real thrill. And, uh, yeah, and, I, and I've uh, got a uh, neighbor here uh, this year. He, his first time at the show, and uh, he's of course got uh, uh, he's exhibiting and has some other responsibilities. I had just a very quick opportunity earlier in the week to check, kind of check in and say, "Dude, how's it going? What do you think?" And his eyes got wide and and uh, that kind of thing. I'm looking forward to having a, a longer conversation with him when I have the time. One other point. Uh, also, yesterday I had the opportunity to interview uh, Administrator Huerta. Oh, really? Um, and I wasn't uh, aware of that. That yeah. is interesting. What did he have to say? Well, we talked about a, a lot of different things, um, mainly. I wanted to know about some things associated with the uh, reauthorization effort that the FAA is going to start mounting early next year. And uh, as usual, we've got uh, the FAA looking at the the, uh, the what's the appropriate mix of services and revenues to be uh, um, offered and gleaned from uh, general aviation. So um, that process is, is getting underway one more time. And uh, the here, we go. here we go again. So that's something to put on the back burner, I guess. It, it'll be on the front burner very soon. Yeah. Long-time listeners will remember that this process began early in the, uh, in the uh, you know, when we started doing this podcast. Early and, in the life of UCAP. Yeah, early in the life of UCAP, and they actually finished the reauthorization around the time we were six years old. So, there, 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 was, there was talk of, you know, shall we fold the tents now yeah. because we, right. we, we've, we've gotten the authorization to happen. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. But any punchline on all that is thanks, special thanks to Senator Inhofe, special thanks to Administrator Huerta, and both of their staffs for, for working me into their schedules and making all that happen. So, yeah, thanks. That's great. What else happened yesterday? Was there something you wanted to tell us about? You were... Uh... Something, it's... I... I, I you, you've got to work, you work a little bit to do something at an air show that I haven't seen. Um, Matt Chapman, uh, I believe he's flying an Edge 540, I mean, high-performance aerobatic monoplane, uh, going out doing, you know, what high-performance aerobatic monoplanes do, but then at the end of it, another aircraft entered the airspace and began flying, you know, formation acro with him, yeah. and, and, and... but. The guy who flew with him it was not in the aircraft that was in front of the crowd. Um, the guy's name is Frank Noel. Uh, I don't know the spelling, but I, I've spelled it phonetically here on my hand. Uh, and People should know he's actually referring to notes written on the palm of his hand. It's, it's the original Palm Pilot. <laughs> I, I, I lost three of the other kind, but this one is stayed. Really, so far, so good. Yeah, all right. Uh, so they uh, flew in formation. Yeah, it's and, and this was Matt, intentional, I take Intentional, intentional. Yeah. Matt, and, and they announced it and everything, or I you know, would not have understood they let it go just long enough for the audience to say okay there's some parallax or i'm a little dizzy here or whatnot but you know matt would fly you know keep it within maybe five six thousand feet of show center and the the rc aircraft that was flying it was fairly large scale so everybody in the audience could see it was flying the exact same thing within maybe three four hundred feet 
of Show Center mm-hmm. and matched up the maneuvers just gorgeously. Um, you know, everybody knows I'm not a huge RC fan. I'm very much a, a fan of getting into the aircraft, and you know that's why we do what we do. But I've always acknowledged the skill that mm-hmm. is involved with with people who are doing that, and and, and that sort of kicked off the the RC demo with uh, you know an A10 and you know Cubs and stuff like that. But he was matching Chapman. I mean, you know, if you just squinted a little bit and, and you know, looked at the size difference, uh, it, was, it was amazing. It, it was a great display, and I was very impressed. I, I appreciate aeronautic uh, expertise when I, when I see it, and that really is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys have to actually take off. Uh, you're, you're taking off sometime midday today. Um, anything in particular you want to catch before you take off uh, this morning? The, the tradition is we go do, we break camp, and then we go do one last walk up and down Celebration Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done it since 2006. Uh, we might try to get a slightly different light. We always get a picture of uh, Fod here uh, uh, sitting on the, the big block where the, uh, the DC-3 propellers are out, out front. So uh, try for some different light there. We already got our shot at the arch. The you know all the traditions that you do and th- there's actually a ri- Rit- rituals. Yes, well there, there there's a there's a risk that you blow off stuff because we must get these six rituals done, and but we've we've been really successful. I mean we you know my work schedule is such that we really can't come for the whole week, uh, but we we usually get you know two and a half three and a half days, and so we're just gonna go walk up and you know we try to put the, the drill is okay i've done my presentation with don fod the rest of the day is yours what do you want to go see he'll pick the general direction but then you know i immediately you know squirrel look and, <laughs> and, and it's a half hour you know and, and of course i should tell you, you guys know the rule about airplanes right which one is that? If, if you lick it, oh, yes. you get to keep it. <laughs> so there are a couple of other aircraft that... that Fod, that's not really true, you know. Okay, just so I you... Am aware. How, how <laughs> close can one get to one anyway. Thunderbirds yeah, yeah. F-16s? If one starts a podcast, one can end up in the back seat <laughs> of one. <laughs> Speaking of which, I saw a cool picture of, of you, but I imagine you were there too, Steve, uh, in a, what, a C-17 yesterday? Or? Got all the way into the cockpit. You got into the cockpit, yeah. And uh, so that was a cool picture. So, well, that's great. Well, uh, and Jeb, what are, you, what are you looking for today? What do you think is going to happen? I think I'm going to put together the last issue yeah. of the newspaper today. No celebration involved there. But, yeah, uh, no celebration involved there. We got staff photo at noon. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting this one in the can as early as possible, take a deep breath, and, and go explore the site. It's something I really have not had a chance to do all week. Yeah, I know. Um, so so uh, that's kind of my day in a nutshell. But uh, any day you're at Oshkosh is a good day. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Airplane's taking off. Probably Aeroshell. Sound of round. Well, I want to thank uh, Dogbag and Fod, uh, 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 Nick Tupper, and Steve Tupper. Uh, Steve, where can people find you on the Internet with your uh, podcast and all your various aviation activities? You've got two main places. Uh, airspeedonline.com is the show notes and uh, all the stuff for the podcast. And uh, b- b- believe it or not, yes, the, the movie is coming along. You can find information about that at acrocamp.com. And we're, we're really excited about it. I'm further along than anything that's online would suggest I am. But believe me when the thing actually comes out. I'm not taking pre-orders because the pressure would kill me, but um, the, the, the movie is coming along. That's great. We're all looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for taking a minute to join us here, and uh, thank you for your help with that. those supplies. My, my pleasure. It my pleasure. Yeah, you, 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 yeah, I should be clear. New, New, New Hampshire is a civilized state, yeah. Jack. You can't find these particular supplies yeah. there. I am
am not involved in any of this. Well, just <laughs> just so someone doesn't jump to the totally wrong conclusion, we're talking about Jeremiah Weed here. All right, the, we are uh, we are the, the uh, proper the, stuff, the adult the adult beverage of, of fighter pilots and beyond. Right, and so, anyways, thank you. I appreciate it. It's great talking with you. Great seeing you again, and uh, uh, you know, we'll stay in touch. Uh, thank you, Jeb. And my uh, pleasure. I'll, I'll stay in touch with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jack Hodgson. This is uh, you've got uh, UCAP Daily 361 Golf from Air Venture 2014. We'll talk to you again next time.